brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, hello, and welcome to Not So Good Ideas Podcast. I'm Bree here with Eleni. Hi, and welcome to another episode where we talk about interior design and try to entertain you guys at the same time. So, Bree, how has your week been so far? Um, it's been pretty good. Thursday, when this episode comes out, it'll be my birthday. <gasps> Yay! So, <laughs> so excited. That's my, that's my good idea of the week. Um, yeah, Eric has something special <laughs> planned. I don't know what it is, but I hope it's something good. <laughs> I was just going to ask, do you know what it is? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a big surprise person, so oh, no. it's hard for me to. I've been asking him every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally me. When someone says they have a surprise, I'm like, okay, but can you give me like a hint? Like what, what is it going to be? Or can you just tell me what it is now? And then I can pretend like I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's been slowly cleaning the house mm. and I'm like, what are you, what are you cleaning the house so nicely for? Who's coming here? Maybe you What's got like on? new furniture that's coming in. Maybe. Yeah, that would be nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know what the surprise is, but on Friday we'll be doing something fun. So, okay. yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll celebrate from here. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> I'll buy you a shot from Charlotte. Oh, <laughs> how are you doing? How's your week? I'm good. It's been busy i'm sure you have been busy too the design world is in unprecedented times right now mm -hmm. it is <laughs> it's driving me a little insane but other than that i've been pretty good um my new bed comes in this week so oh i need to clean my bedroom for that yeah. <laughs> to come That's in. exciting yeah, but I will post a picture when it comes in, but hopefully it looks as good as it does online. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> I bet it will. Have you been waiting for it for a while? Yeah, we ordered it, I feel like mm, in September. And initially it said, it <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> initially it said it would be here in November. And then in November, it said December. And then in December, it said January. And then in January, it said February. Mm -hmm. And then finally, they're like, okay, 
we're shipping it now. Like these are the dates that are available. And I was like, okay, sounds good. I'll be here. Oh my gosh. Well, at least it's coming. Yeah. So I'm we're excited. really excited. Yeah. Um, I want to see it right away. Okay. I'll send you a picture. And yes, okay. if everyone's wondering, um, my mattress has been on the floor uh, this whole time. <laughs> I've been there too. <laughs> I mean, we have a guest bed upstairs, but for whatever reason, we still sleep downstairs on the mattress mm-hmm. that is on the floor. It's very um, humbling, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Sore back for months. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it kind of helps my back. Something about mm. it not moving. I might be wrong or really it's probably messing up my back. I really can't <laughs> tell the difference. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see we'll see what my chiropractor says um yeah what's a not so good idea you've had this week um I'm gonna say I feel like I don't know if anyone cares but mercury's been in retrograde Mm. Mm -hmm. um if you heard that (laughs) and I had no idea that this was happening but it seemed like for the last month or two everything's been going like completely wrong like Work-wise, like I said, my car got hit, um, (laughs) our heat went out, and it's just been kind of a nightmare. But thank God, I think it just ended like last week. No way. Yeah. So Mercury (laughs) is no longer in retrograde. I honestly didn't even know that it was in retrograde, but now that you say that, it makes a lot of sense. I'm putting a lot of things, pieces together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had no idea. And then someone was like, well, there seems to be a, go- a lot going on in your life that's wrong. <laughs> I was like, it's Mercury. It's in retrograde. <laughs> so what's your not so good idea of the week? Um, I guess it would be a little critters not so good idea but i recently discovered this weekend um that some squirrels have been cutting a hole um into our attic access from the exterior mm-hmm. and now there's a huge hole <laughs> in my house <laughs> the joys of owning your own house yeah and the squirrels are living here rent free of course, as they should. Um, it's cold outside. I get it. I really do. But when springtime comes around, I will have to evict them mm-hmm. in a very humanitarian way. But nonetheless, <laughs> they can't live here rent free anymore. No. They need to get out. <laughs> yeah, they need to go. I mean, long story short, they need to go. Um, I don't know how much it's going to cost me, but I'll put up a GoFundMe if anyone <laughs> If anyone oh, no. wants to fund um, the patching of the hole. <laughs> that's terrible. I'm just kidding. Um, we'll figure it out, though. So that's, yeah, that's a that's a good idea on the squirrel community that lives in my neighborhood. <laughs> um, if you guys hear this, please stop. <laughs> Not so good on you guys, squirrels. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. So in some of our episodes, we want to be talking to you guys about trends that we're seeing, or trends we think might be happening in the future in the design world. And today we're gonna talk about the organic house and trends that we see right now that kind of reflect that project. 
The organic house was designed by Javier Sonosian in 1984 in Mexico. Yeah, so Javier basically designed a lot of different um, houses. All of his architecture was kind of based off of this nature and organic style. He was really into the whole idea of being one with nature and being in nature. And this project itself is really interesting, like the architecture of it and the actual design, like the structure. Mm -hmm. It looked like a skateboard ramp before they like started laying all the materials down <laughs> onto it. It was crazy. Yeah, I think they had like a whole wire skeleton of the actual house. Mm -hmm. I think what's really fascinating about this house is if you're looking at it from a bird's eye view, you can't see anything. I mean, the only way you could see this house is if you're looking at it through um, an elevation view, which is, you know, the entrance to the home, which is this glass. Yeah, there's like a whole glass facade yes. um, that where you can enter in the house. And I think you can also enter in the back way as well. And you go like straight down deep underground because basically the whole house is like built under the surface like the grass the landscape um and then there's like few windows that get that sunlight inside mm -hmm. which is really interesting too i think that was something they wanted to keep in mind when they were building this was that they could direct the sunlight to come in from any point of the house so it really maximizes the use of sunlight yeah so that brings us into the trend that we want to talk about today, which after doing some research, um, it's actually called retrofuturism. Uh, we were just going to say futurism, but it does have a little bit of um, elements from the past, which is what makes it such a unique trend. And mm -hmm. this house really um, embodies that and I feel like is kind of the grandfather yeah, of, you know, the trend that's happening right now and designers are using it, whether it's like fashion designers, graphic designers, um, interior designers, architects. No, I definitely agree. I feel like we're seeing this. I mean, I guess we're calling it the retro futurism. But yeah, I think the organic house has a lot of elements that we're seeing right now. Like you're saying, it kind of set this trend off back in whenever it was made but then that didn't really like it wasn't happening a lot then and I feel like it is now like we're seeing a lot of the curves minimal materials um what else I feel like upcycled materials um mm -hmm. a lot of custom furniture that is you know built and made for the space and makes it I don't want to say like a minimalist space, but it kind of does in the mm -hmm. sense of the fact that you're not, you know, just placing a couch in the middle of the space. It's kind of, you know, either curving into the wall or. Yeah. Yeah. So everything kind of has its own place and everything's meant to be there. There's nothing, there's no extra um, clutter, or extra stuff in this home it's all i mean the architect that lived in the organic house just for an example he lived there for quite a while with his family and they 
lived very minimally and like everything was kind of based off nature, which I feel like we're seeing a lot of that now. Like we're seeing a lot of neutrals everywhere, Mm-hmm. like boucles and whites and creams. And then we're seeing a lot of nature, like plants and all that all in our design. Yeah. And I think that also probably has stemmed from all of us being locked in our homes for the past two years. Um, And, you know, kind of looking around, I mean, like, is this space mine? Does it feel like it's mine? Because I feel like, you know, in the past, you get an apartment, you know, in the city so that you can just go to work, you know, you don't want to commute. I feel like people weren't really spending much time making their homes personal yeah Um, it was kind of just more you know what's everyone else doing everyone has a kitchen a kitchen island a dining room a living room a bedroom and study (laughs) and I feel like that became the standard for every single space yeah it's almost so overdone that now everyone's trying to branch out and get away from that I think And going off of what we were saying, you know, how everything is custom made for this house, um, we're starting to see trends pop up um, of conversation pits. And I feel like this house was the entire thing was a conversation pit because everything was like built into the walls. And I mean, now it's being done in a modern twist but this is the direction I think we're starting to go in I definitely agree I feel like everyone now wants to be together in like bigger groups and people are kind of ready to get out of the COVID at home lifestyle so Mm -hmm. we're seeing like parties like in interiors we're seeing like you said the conversation pits And you see, like, in this house particularly, everything, there's niches in the walls and, like, shelves are made, custom made just for this home. Each book has a certain place. Um, Everything has, like, a specific um, purpose, you know? Nothing is excess or extra. Mm -hmm. No, I definitely agree. And, you know, with both of us being in the industry and seeing how lead times are affecting our designs, you know, whether we're having to value engineer, get something that comes in quicker, this is a much better solution, you know, to custom building something into the project versus, you know, getting a bookshelf that just stands against the wall. Like why not build it into the wall while you're working on the project? Yeah, exactly. And I feel like every home that's made like this is just, like exactly what that client wants so we can all be like a little more unique like that's a trend we're definitely seeing everyone wants to be more unique more like themselves and not so cook cutter same house on every block you know Mm -hmm. there's a really scary movie on I feel like Hulu I Mm -hmm. can't remember the name of it but um, it's literally about living in one of those you know suburbs or you know in a condo and basically gets taken over by aliens and it just made me never want to live in a cookie cutter house because I was like that's too real oh my gosh no I'm so that's true I'm so scared to live in a cookie cutter house and I'm glad I like this trend because I'm glad we're not all trying to be the same like Mm -hmm. it's good to be 
unique. <laughs> yes, whether it's in our clothes, in our homes, in our design styles, mm-hmm. I'd rather be unique than cookie cutter. <laughs> Definitely. And I think even just as we've been doing this podcast, I've seen so many unique artists and like people making the craziest things out there. You know, you don't, you can source anything. Like there's yeah. so much out there that we can find. That is true. I feel like our research is also helping me source new vendors to use, whereas I normally wouldn't search that long and hard because I never have the time, but this is giving us the time to do so, which is Mm -hmm. awesome. Something else that we're seeing a lot, I feel like right now and then more so in the future is curved edges on everything. Um, A lot of ceramic artists they're all making these very curved like objects and we're seeing them in design and I feel like all over we're just seeing Mm -hmm. curves instead of the sharp edge and this house is a great example of that Mm -hmm. I feel like there isn't one sharp line in this house there really isn't there's like not even one sharp line even the doors are curved windows I mean everything um it all kinds of kind of comes off the walls and and I think that's what makes it so appealing to the human eye because I mean if you asked me to make a house with my hands I would not be able to make you know a sharp line like at the edge of a wall I mean it would have to be organic and maybe you know seeing this makes it feel like it's more attainable to live with nature especially Mm -hmm. if you have to build it because I think didn't the architect he was on site helping build this house yeah he was like a part of the whole process and I think they've even added on like um recently maybe not recently but they continued to add on to this project and it just everyone wants to be like a part of this process of building it Mm -hmm. and I think that's what's important too like having your hands on your own home like being a part of the process and then being able to literally run on top of your home (laughs) yeah you can just run through the grass on top of your home there's a slide on the house that the kids can go down I mean just like it looks like a playground like it's Mm -hmm. perfect I think you and I and our families need to build a house like this We're going to build a house like this in Greece. Yeah, make it a so time watch share. out. Yep. <laughs> We're going to have an organic house in Greece. Bunch of curves. Mm-hmm. But instead of grass, it'll be just sand and rocks on top of it. Yeah. Whatever the nature is around us. <laughs> exactly. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'll start drafting <laughs> the plans now. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, I'll see you there. <laughs> Next episode, we'll be recording from our own organic house. <laughs> the Wi-Fi is bad. You know why? Because we're underground. So mm-hmm. stay tuned. <laughs> if there's no new episode, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's because our structure fell on top of us. <laughs> Something else that's interesting about the organic house is there's a water feature in one of the bathrooms and water kind of filters in. I'm not sure how the construction side of that works, but I think that just goes to show like another area where they've brought in nature into the home and how this is going to be happening more in the future. Mm -hmm. And I feel like too, it's 
we have a misconception of what the future is going to look like. I think everyone thinks it's going to be flying cars in mm-hmm. the Jetsons. You know, I mean, that's what I thought it was going to be when I was younger. But what we're all probably starting to realize is that we're running out of resources. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's our own fault. But what futurism is probably going to look like is, you know, nature taking over old you know, structures, and we're going to have to start learning how to coexist with nature. And I don't mean going to, you know, the store and buying a fiddly fig and putting Mm -hmm. it in your house, and then it dies a week later. It kind of defeats the purpose. It's more like (laughs) the moss is growing into your home and helping like filtrate your water system or, um, you know, having to learn how to live off the land and that's going to change architecture and, you know, interior design significantly. And maybe that's where this trend is kind of going if we think Mm -hmm. about it. (laughs) Yeah, I think there will be like a a new line between interior and exterior and where that will kind of blend and things are going to be a lot less concrete you know, we're not like stuck in this box. Mm-hmm. Nature's <laughs> going to be flowing in and out, I feel like, a lot more. And maybe we will see flying cars. I mean, <laughs> now is kind of <laughs> happening already. But in the future, we might be like at a point where all of that's going to be gone. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can't even buy a car right now. There's literally none on the lots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. And, and a lot of people are trying to go to the moon. So it's just whoever's left back here, we got to figure know. it out. A lot of people are. I'm sure there's going to be a design studio on the moon next week. Yeah. Did you see there's like a recording studio? They're going to be trying to make a recording studio on the moon. In like Is 20... that actual? Uh-huh. No and way. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, Like... There's some, I, I heard it in a podcast. Like a new Hollywood on the moon? Not like a Hollywood, like um, music, podcast, like recording studio that they'll have like on the moon. So like if we want to be cool, we can go to the moon and record our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can go and let me know how it is and then maybe I'll come and meet you okay (laughs) i'm scared i'd be so scared to go to the moon i don't know why but the fact that um i don't know if i'd make it back down (laughs) it's kind of scary it is scary i feel like that would be crazy like one day we're all just gonna be going to the moon not me Mm -mm. i'll sit right here So if you guys want to hear more trends from us, you should send over some ideas or trends that you think are going to be happening in the future on our Instagram. It's at notsogood.ideas. So yeah, come onto our Instagram and comment any trends that you're seeing and give us some ideas for other episodes. So we wanted to take the time now to answer some of the questions you guys left on our Instagram post. The first question was, do you have a favorite project that you have worked on? Question mark. P.S. So excited for this pod. Thank you. We are too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bree, do you want to tell us a favorite project you worked on? Um, I would say the project um, I talked about on the first episode where I 
handpicked the side tables and customized them um, because the client was all about like crazy colors. We use teal in the whole house and teal isn't something you see all the time, you know, um, especially in a mountain home. So we use like teals and bright reds and we kind of and green and we like combined it all and made it made the project really interesting. You have to send me more pictures of that house. I want to see it. I will. We're going to be doing a photo shoot of the house soon. So Ooh. then I'll, maybe I'll share a little bit of that. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> um, I would have to say my favorite project was a cigar and whiskey bar. I worked on um, with my team. And the reason being is that I've never done a cigar and whiskey bar, first of all. <laughs> but second of all, the client was amazing to work with. Um, he gave us basically full trust, which makes any project great. I feel like mm-hmm. um, when you're able to, you know, go off the the first material selection that you went off of and you know the first ffne you went off of and the client says yes it makes the project so much better because it's you know your whole idea encompassed um into real life (laughs) but we were able to bring in a lot of accents of um the cuban culture since they are smoking cigars we had to also use a lot of leather in that project so a lot of um custom booths custom leather chairs um Mm -hmm. leather sofas and we really just got to play with that project yeah that sounds really fun we'll put a picture of that on instagram so you guys can see a little sneak peek of that maybe yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay next question next question is well, it's a question and a statement, but it says, tell us about the day in the life of an interior designer. How is it different from interior decorating? I, lo- I think a lot of people have them confused. Mm. We can both answer this one together because I think we have the same thoughts. Yeah, we definitely do. I feel like a day in the life... Um, well, for me and for Lenny, I feel like we it's so different every day. I mean, we could be working on floor plans and drawings of our project. Mm-hmm. Um, we can be working on, like, on-site, meeting with the client or meeting with contractors. Um, what else, Lenny? <sighs> emails. A emails. lot of emails. <laughs> yeah, lots I of emails. I could get so much done if I did not have to send a million emails. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, Sorting fabrics. Yeah. Organization. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's just something different every day that's happening, but we're always extremely busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then how is it different than decorating? <sighs> well, it's. Okay, so basically, decorating is the very last thing that you and I would do. I think the term that we would use for it, though, is styling. Um, Mm -hmm. We do everything 
up to, you know, schematic design, which is, you know, we play around with the floor plan until the client is happy. Then we go into design development, which is where we pick out materials, we pick out furniture, we pick out lighting, we have to do, you know, electrical work, we have to do um, life safety plans. And that takes, I want to say like two months to even get Mm -hmm. that part done. Um, Then we have to do procurement. Then we do construction administration, which is where, you know, if the contractor has any questions while on site, we have to be there. You know, if the mill work is too big um, and it doesn't work, then we have to like redraw right on site. Like we have to come up with like quick solutions. Um, And then exactly very, very, and <laughs> we will go and get some styling pieces, um, especially if we want to have a photo session of the space. Yeah, definitely. I feel like there's just a lot of work that goes into the design and architecture aspect way before the styling. Like, I think you could even hire two separate people because they're two totally different jobs, but I think mm-hmm. most people just kind of correlate the two and think they're the same, but they're not. (laughs) They're much different. Um, Yeah, that's why a lot of people we know call it interior architecture because, you know, we're drawing plans to people's homes or to, like, where you're going to be eating. You know, these, they have to be, the plans are, like, checked off by an architect and um, the contractor is basically relying on you to have your measurements right, mm-hmm. have everything in order for them so that, you know, if you if you mess up, the whole project can go wrong. Yep. Um, whereas like a uh, interior decorator, it's more styling and there's not as much liability, I would say. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's the yeah, that's the catch right there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, I think we're going to just answer one more question for today. Yep. So the next question is, if you could have a celebrity client to design for, who would it be and what style would you use? I think if I had to design for a celebrity, I would choose Zoe Kravitz. Mm, Um, That's a good one. Yeah, I think her style is really interesting. Like, it's either almost homeless or (laughs) she can bring it like all the way to the top and wear something like really sleek and modern Mm. and so I feel like that gives her a broad like we can do whatever in the design world for her home so I think we could bring in like Japanese inspiration Mm. which is like my favorite Mm -hmm. Um, but also like postmodern eclectic like I feel like it could just be something really unique and everything could be customized you know i want to come over (laughs) designing her house we can all live there i'm gonna go hang out with you guys have a tea party together (laughs) that sounds really nice sushi and tea so i think mine would be lily rose depp um and I'd probably do a very modern art deco Mm. design for her I think she just seems very moody (laughs) in a good way and Mm -hmm. very romantic. And I feel like Art Deco would definitely be a vibe for her. 
um, you know, with like the nice soft curves, yeah. a large uh, tufted sofa, um, some nice curtains so she can close the blinds all day because I feel like she might be living in the dark, but in a good way, again, mm-hmm. in a good way. Yeah, very <laughs> in- unique colors and all that. Mm-hmm. I can That's see it. So- nice art deco sconces lighting up the whole space very sexy yes (laughs) sexy is the vibe (laughs) yeah i really like that idea we're gonna have to house hop yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think that's the hardest part about designing spaces for other people is that i want to live in it and i get jealous sometimes i'm like oh yeah you know when you find like a perfect piece for your your client but then you realize it's the perfect piece for you yeah it's not the perfect piece for your client sometimes that does come out um <laughs> i've definitely done it before yeah but mm-hmm. thank you guys for sending in those questions um and we'll do this again too yeah uh, we like hearing from you guys and always want to hear your input and feedback Uh, Make sure you listen to our last episode where we had our very first guest, Lulu, Um, and make sure to follow along. We'll be posting every Thursday. Mm -hmm. So make sure you listen to next week's episode. We have something fun planned. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.